Welcome to the Home Ownership and Marriage Podcast with the Low Property Team, where it is all about running a successful business together and balancing a healthy marriage. Host Jarrell and Brittany Lowe, purpose and passion is to help you create the life you want by turning your combined passions into generational wealth while sharing what they've learned on their journey with you. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and thank you for joining us on another episode of Home Ownership and Marriage. My name is Jarrell Lowe. And I am Brittany Lowe. And we are the Low Property Team. You know, we have made it to the final episode of the Home Seller Series. My goodness, can you believe we've done that? It's here. <laughs> you know, we've talked about the pre-market. We've talked about all the work that goes into getting home ready. You've expanded on the thought of maybe wanting to downsize, expand, or relocate, whatever the case may be. We've given you intricate, detailed steps along the way, understanding our process, how we work with the sellers, understanding how we prepare your home for the market, and to market it to get it the desired amount that you would like. Mm -hmm. There's a strategic process that goes into that. And if you are new to the show or new to the series, please revisit our first three episodes of the Home Selling Series as we expound on that thought, especially in this market that's transitioning where everything was getting, everything that came on the market had 30 to 40 offers. And now we're seeing that slow down for multiple reasons, whether it's the interest rates, whether it's the change in the market. We're seeing, if you haven't noticed, there's a lot of price reduction that is happening. Well, before we jump into all of that, what I do want to cover is- Darn it, I was getting excited. Yeah, you were getting really excited, market updates and everything. But what what we want to focus on today is closing that final step, right? Closing on the property. And as we are wrapping up this series, you know, the a, a huge component of any transaction, regardless if you're on the buyer's or the seller side, is going to be escrow. So essentially, we are almost at the finish line. And I think for sellers, it is really easy to get overwhelmed very quickly, especially when it comes to negotiating towards the end of the transaction. But there are multiple items that come up during an escrow. But we, as we've said before, we do a lot of pre-work and that allows us to have a smooth transaction. Granted, it's not a perfect world and it's not every scenario is not perfect, but we strive to put items in place so that it is very smooth for you. I will say when we're thinking about, I would say the differences between a buyer and a seller and what escrow means, a lot of the work, a lot of the emphasis is on the buyer, right? So uh, you as a seller don't have, I don't want to say much to do with escrow, but there are, you know, the plethora of items before with inspections, prepping the home, getting the disclosures, reports all ready to where at that point you are just saying, this is the offer I want to go with and you are allowing the buyer to perform. For Jarell and myself as essentially your your realtor team. You know, our service to you starts strong and we always finish strong. And I think what our biggest, I don't want to say our biggest emphasis, but our biggest focus would be is just advising through, what do they call it? The hills and the valleys of just negotiating, closing. So you will already get regular updates about the progress of closing procedures so that you never feel out of the loop. And I think we touched on communication a little bit before, but like we said, that's one of the big, big items as we really talk today about 
as a seller closing on the property. And as a seller, we want you to know this process, right? And if we go into that lens of being an athletic uh, track star or a sports player, it's about sprinting through the finish line and not easing up just before the finish line gets here. What does that mean? As we are in that final stage of escrow, on your behalf as the seller, most people will ease off the gas and maybe coast in 80%, 90%, just trying to get to the finish line. Our focus is still giving it 110 as we sprint through that finish line, as we're working through ESCO, as Brittany has stated, we're in constant communication. We're ensuring that all our I's are dotted and T's are crossed. And we're, we're fact-checking everything to make sure reports, appraisals, everything is going smooth. That takes less stress. It takes more stress out of your court. And it makes this process as seamless as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think it, you know, A couple of items just focusing on being officially in contract and what that looks like, right? Last episode, we had talked about analyzing the different offers that are submitted, determining together which one is going to be the best suitable for you and your needs moving forward. And then we touched on a little bit of officially opening up escrow. But I think a big couple of items just to know as a seller, right? You will always get and a detailed list of important dates for everything. And what I mean by everything is inspections, appraisals, final buyer's walkthrough, next steps in the process. It's communicate and over-communicate and communicate again, you know, and that can be done through phone call, group text, email, you know, between us to ensure that everyone essentially is on the same page. And I think another component to think about is we are essentially, sometimes I think about it like a liaison, right? In terms when it comes to communication, because we're ensuring that the buyers and the buyer's agent stick to the timeframes that they agreed to in the offer that they submitted. Mm -hmm. And we're continuing to negotiate, you know, on your behalf for repairs, appraisal, and really just keep escrow moving forward and setting realistic expectations, right? Because think about it too, right? Being a seller, like we said before, there is so many moving parts and that regardless of what you're trying to do, if you're downsizing, if you're upsizing, if you're doing a 1031 exchange, if you're relocating out of state, whatever the case might be, there's so many moving parts. And so that's why one, it has to be so organized. And I would even say it's so important. And this is just because I actually can't remember if we talked about this in the beginning is sitting down and making sure that you interview a couple of real estate agents and see which one best fits kind of your needs, your personality. It's kind of like a gut check, right? You'll know the person that you're going to click best with and the one that you feel most comfortable with. You know, it's really just a relationship. And I think there's a couple of things I want to highlight that Brittany pointed out. First off, when working with Brittany and myself, we tell our clients, let us quarterback this because there's a lot of, as Brittany said, there's a lot of moving parts. She says liaisons. I say facilitator. Why? Because mm-hmm. we're ensuring Brittany's going to, or myself, is going to be the main point of contact for you. And we're also going to let you know the other two people you can expect to hear from if there any, is anything to come up. RTC and title, right? That uh, one, TC is transaction coordinator. Yeah, I'm sorry. But 
imagine in a transaction where you had a plethora of people talking to you, asking you questions, sending you emails, and it's just overwhelming. And from the start, as Brittany has highlighted, right, this is what we've been preparing for. That offer that's accepted, now it's where the rubber meets the road, and we have to ensure that deadlines are being met, that contingencies are removed, and working towards that clear to close, where everything's good, the deal is still... uh, uh, in place and both parties agree to everything that's on the table. That's why escrow or being in contract is so important is the facilitator that you have to help you navigate those rock bumpy roads, those those tough mutter experiences. Mm-hmm. And also I want to highlight on something that, you know, we experience and that's very common, you know, for a lot of people, for a lot of sellers, and that is for sale by owners, right? They're for sale by owners, essentially just a seller that is selling the home on their own. And, you know, of course, whatever, whatever anybody wants to do that they feel is best for them, we are going to support it. it. But I do want to say, you know, Jarell and I, this is our you know, our clients are our everything. When it comes to business, right? We always want to put the best foot forward to ensure that they are getting the best experience possible. Mm. For us, that we were so intentional and we focus so heavily on that. And with that, I think just even talking about sellers, selling a home, like we said, there's so many moving parts. There's so much that goes into it. And oh, there is so much paperwork. I'm not even going to touch on that, right? So if you are, you know... Potentially considering saying, you know, I wanted to sell my home, you know, I can sell it on a website and I can handle that. Yes, it very much can be done, but we have seen so much data time and time again that if you hire an expert to do it, you are going to reap the benefits of it, right? It's just, it's in any profession, right? If you, I don't even care if, if you have a cavity, you're not going to sit at home, right? Weird analogy and fix your cavity. You're going to go to the professional and you're going to have your dentist fix what you need to be done. And I would just encourage all of you that regardless of what you are wanting to do, whatever your real estate needs might be, Use a realtor. Yeah. They're they're going to get you exactly what you want and you're not going to have a constant headache where you feel like you're needing to come home every single night and pour an extra glass of whatever you might need. Just let us handle exactly what we do day to day because we're really good at it. Yeah, and, and just to be straightforward, if it's not us, use someone. Of course, mm-hmm. we would love to work with you. Why? Because doing this on your own, when you're officially in contract, most people would pick up the glass of wine, the whiskey, and say, I'm done. Everything's been done. But that's not absolute. Why? Because at closing time, as you work through the escrow process, there's some last-minute details we have to ensure. Well, Why? and more so than that, too, is that you have to manage, or if you are doing a for sale by owner, you would have to manage to ensure that the buyer's agent is doing their duty and that the buyer essentially is performing. Because if that contract falls through or if they cancel the contract, you don't have have anything. You know, at that point, you have to go back on the market and that's a whole other process within itself. Everything in escrow from the contract being accepted, you accepted it to all contingencies being removed and clear to close is here. So what's next? One, 
we have to go back through all documentation, and this is what we do to check all boxes. We ensure all paperwork has been signed by all parties invested in this deal, whether it's the buying or selling side. We believe, we truly believe, if we're going to do it, do it right. And there's some people that will skip over these things. Well, it, it's for compliance, essentially, is what it, it needs to be done correctly because we don't want a couple months down the line a hiccup to insure or yeah. something to, yes, we are, well, I am very type A and I want things done a certain way, but it is solely because of compliance. These are legal documents. Yeah, and I think with that, right, we're going through that course, making sure everything, this deal is compliant, making sure we've fulfilled our our obligations in the deal and gone above to build that relationship with you. But we also want to sit down and preview the closing statement to confirm all is correct. That closing statement is going to have that breakdown of everything that's um, that's, that's added up or it's a fee or something. And we want you to be well-informed. Again, remember, our focus is to educate and empower. And that's why we take this time at this moment to sprint through the finish line by focusing on these details. We're organizing or helping or, or facilitating the uh, wet signatures of all parties. We help you with your final move-out needs, whether it's uh, junk cleaning, uh, whether it's hiring a cleaner, whether it's whatever that is. In our first initial consultation, we sit down with you to identify the needs. And just because the deal is closed does not mean we are done. We are going to fulfill the obligations that we shared with you that we will do on your behalf. And then last, we love this because Brittany was mentioning it just a few minutes ago, but I want to highlight this. Whether you're a buyer or seller, you're a person first and foremost, and for us, for us, it will always be, you know, I can't take credit for this because this is Ricky Cruz's statement, but it's relationships over transactions. And I say that because just this past week or weekend, we had a chance to go to one of our clients who was one of our first clients, birthday party slash home house, home. Home warning. Home, oh, goodness. What am I, trying to say? I was going to say home homewarming party, but it's a housewarming housewarming party. party. <laughs> and I tell you, just the experience of being family and seeing family come in and the way they celebrated, partied, lived it up, had a great time with their daughters, I tell you, there's no greater feeling. So the point that I'm trying to make is sprinting to the finish line is our commitment to the relationship first. Whether you're a seller or a buyer, you're going to get 110% from us. Mm -hmm. And that's how we finish off this transaction by helping you with the next step, but also gifting you a little something for trusting us in this process. Well, that's just because that's our, our that's who love language. Yeah, that's- and then we handle getting the new buyers the keys and doing that process for you so that, that that's something that you don't essentially have to really worry about. But overall, and like Jarrell highlighted, is that for us really, and we say it time and time again, I mean, when we're negotiating with a listing agent, you know, when we're on the buyer's side or vice versa. In our business is just relationships matter and people matter to us, right? We are heavy, heavy roots in our community. And that's something that that's important to us. But all that to say, you know, I think as a seller, there are, there's always a plethora of questions. Mm. No question is ever a dumb question. But let's talk about just, you know, before we wrap up a couple of things that maybe just kind of the market right now and trends that we're seeing for 
sellers kind of day to day. You know, this new shift in the market that we're experiencing, as Jarrell highlighted in the beginning, yeah. is, you know, I don't want to say it's it's a seller's market or it's a buyer's market. You know, we just want to talk about really specific trends that we're seeing. And so a couple of items with that is that one, on the buyer's side is that there are still a plethora of buyers out there and a lot of buyers that still want to purchase. Yes, that interest rate of where it's at right now can be a little... Daunting. Uh, yeah, daunting or intimidating yeah. and make some second guess something. But all that to say, there are always people that need a home, yeah. right? So inventory is something that for us right now, we service and cover the Tri-Valley and South Alameda County in the Northern California region. Inventory is something that we are always lacking in our market as of the last couple of years that we've seen. Yeah. For sellers right now, Actually, interestingly enough, last summer, I think it was homes were maybe on the market for seven, maybe less days. We're seeing a couple more days on market. We're seeing an average of, I'd say, 11 to 14 um, of what we're seeing. Homes that aren't marketed correctly, homes that are priced too high are sitting even longer. And I would say for a seller, and we've said it before, right? Sellers, you know what you want as your bottom line. But as you do know what you want as your bottom line, as silly as this might sound, don't be greedy. Buyers are not stupid by any means and will not just pay anything for a home. It just has to make sense for them. And it has to make sense based on the comparables in the area. Here's what I'll say. And let's finish on this because I think we put a pretty dope pot. Like that was a dope episode right there. Here's, let me give you this final point. 2020, when the pandemic hit, the world shut down for 30 days. Real estate found a way to pivot in 45 days and people were buying homes. What am I trying to say? Regardless of what market we're in, there's always going to be sellers. There's always going to be buyers. For you, regardless of what position you're in, you have to make it make sense for you and your family. If you're buying, right? Have you weighed those pros and cons of renting and staying a renter versus I just need to buy now and what this interest rate is going to do for me? What am I getting at? What are we trying to highlight here? As Brittany said, there's a lot of individuals out there that have put their house on the market and man, it's been sitting a little while. And yes, we absolutely last summer spring, we were seeing about 20 to 25 offers on the home. Mm -hmm. Brittany just submitted an offer the other day, got 10 to 12 offers on the home. So she's still in competition for it. And the point that we're trying to drive home is understanding, don't get caught up in the market. Don't get caught up in the interest rates. It The market's going to go up and the market's going to come down. Well, yeah, as a seller though, I would say, well, of course you are thinking about the interest rate because whatever your next move might be. But there are so many different factors and so many different ways to, I don't want to say get around it, but there are so many options for you as a seller, I would say, based on your next move. Yeah. The point being, having an agent or agents on your side helping you navigate this. Or the low property team. (laughs) Even better, is going to make this process easier. And once you start with, or you begin with the end in mind, Now you can reverse engineer this process, make it make sense. And you know what? This is the direction we want to go. And that's when we start to put boots on the pavement, getting everything prepared, making this work out. And the point is, right? Here's the point. Selling and buying is always going to happen. So the point that you have to understand as a seller is 
Does it make sense for you right now if you're moving out of state? Does it make sense for you right now because your family has grown and you need to go up into a bigger size home? Or maybe you're empty nesters and you need to downsize. Regardless of what the case may be, there's always going to be opportunity if you do it correctly. Why? If you're pricing your home at the max market value, you're probably going to run into some challenges or what we're experiencing right now is a reduction, price reduction. As a seller, this is something that we're hearing and seeing in this market. As a seller, do not be afraid to offer buyer's credits or buyer's uh, 2000 to the buyer's closing costs. Because right now, there's a lot more buyers than there are inventory, and we want to set this package up as best as possible. If I'm a buyer or I'm walking with my buyers and we're interested in this home and they see that there's a credit for $2,500 at closing, that seller is motivated. That seller is not only motivated, but they want to help that next person coming into this place, this house, and helping them make it home. So again, as the market shifts, as interest rates rise or fall, just note there's always going to be opportunity and how do you present your opportunity to the best? That's where mm-hmm. we stay at the forefront of this business. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, that really covers it all, right? From We've covered every single aspect of selling a home. Granted, there are so many other things that go into it and detailed in our case-by-case scenario. So if you have any questions or if you are considering, as always, please, please reach out to us. We are here to be of a resource and we are here to help essentially in any way that we can. Absolutely. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Homeownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, helpful resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. The Low Property Team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. See you next time on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage.